I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 180 of the Chat Season Podcast. I'm your boy, Cam. I'm your boy, Flows. And as always, guys, the usual spiel. Before we kick off the episode, please head over to our Instagram page, the Trap Season Podcast, or our Twitter page, the Trap Season Pod. Link in the bio on both those pages will take you to where we're situated at streaming-wise. So if you prefer audio, we've got the Apple Podcast link, the Spotify link, Amazon Music, all that kind of stuff. And visuals, the YouTube channel link is also there. We upload a few days after the audio drops. So make sure you like, subscribe We're on all the good streaming platforms, guys. You know what to do, please. Please, please, please. Uh, Flows, here we are another week. Mm. Feb- uh, approaching February now. January long. <laughs> longest month yeah. in history. Um, you know, we've got some fights to talk about, Flows, as usual. Yep. And we've got a couple previews as well for next week. Um. Only one fight card to talk about. Only well, one fight really to talk about for this week, Flows. Yeah. That was the Jaime Wingia versus John Ryder fight up at super middleweight, 168. Um, Flows, I predicted it was going to be quite an exciting fight to watch based on the two protagonists of the story. Let's put it that way. Uh, Jaime Wingia is an exciting fighter to watch. And, you know, a come forward fighter, likes to throw his hands. And John yeah. Ryder being the fact that, you know, he's the rugged, gritty, you know, underdog that will also come forward and apply pressure. So, yeah, I anticipated the good fight flows. Yeah. But at the end of the day, for me, I think my prediction last week was that I expected Jaime Mungia to do this, to win. Ryder, obviously, is no easy pushover. He should give him some, you know, some, some good resistance. Yeah. At the end of the day, Mungia's got too much quality. He's much fresher than him, despite his 40-something fights. <laughs> he's He's younger, fresher. And he should have the minerals to dispatch John Ryder. And probably he'll be looking to make a statement, given that he's at 168. Now, we know who the 168-pound kingpin is. Ryder's a common opponent. We know exactly where they're going to try and push Flores. And to be honest, Flores, I think that, that that's what kind of happened, to be honest, Flores. Uh, it wasn't lost upon me that when Munguia got the victory... And the fight was stopped. The first thing the zone commentary said was, Canelo, are you watching? <laughs> straight, straight, straight flow, straight. They didn't even hesitate. Straight away. They said, straight away, Canelo, are you watching? Oh, man. Ryder's been stopped. You know, I said to myself, yeah, well, we can see this stuff a mile away, man. We can see this stuff a mile away. But I don't want to take away from Harry Mungia and his performance flows. For me, I've, look, I, I like him. I'm actually a fan of him. Mm. We've had certain critiques of him in the past flows. I think they were very fair critiques, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, the performance yesterday flows was a good performance. And yeah. he stopped a game tough John Ryder. You know, John Ryder, you could say that he's getting on now. And obviously, he's been in, he's had a couple of losses now. And it's not the same John Ryder, the resistance is the same, that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, look, to me, John Ryder is someone that is tough as old boots flows, gritty veteran, hard-nosed vet that, you know, gives as good as he as he gets. So he was going to be tough. And 
Munguia looked impressive dispatching in Flores. He really did. Mm. Um, so I'm going to start with giving Munguia some credit there. I think credit yeah. where credit is due. Good performance in my book. Yeah, deserved. Deserved. Um, yeah, I liked what Munguia was doing. I think it's one of the first mm. times we've seen him. We've always praised his his, his off- offense, his attack. Yes. Um, yeah. It, it's it's his defensive work that is the question mark. Um, and he he was boxing. He was boxing. He was patient. He was boxing on the back foot points. Uh, we'll talk about the knockdowns, but the second knockdown was beautiful. Off the back, straight yeah, right the, hand. The counter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> counter shot on, on the back mm. foot. Knocked out. Beautiful stuff. Um, he was being patient. and I, I loved what I've seen. The footwork was was the most impressive I've seen from him. Mm. So, yeah, I, I have to give him credit for that. Um, he's worked on some new things. We've seen new things from him. First, I even liked the first knockdown. It yeah. was blistering hands, blistering combo. You know, we, we've said that with Mungia, he's someone who's not afraid to let his hands go. Yeah. And praise his offensive work. When he, as in, he's such an exciting offense fighter to work, to, to watch mm. when he gets going. And it, that first knockdown, I think, was testament to whom Jaime Mungia is as a fighter. He's blitzed him. He's gone to the body first. Then quick couple combinations upstairs. John Ryder hasn't seen that coming, really. And he's yeah. been blitzed and dropped from that. So that is exactly, you know, if you want to sum up what Jaime McGee is to watch, that first knockdown was an excellent summary. And to be honest, Flores, yeah, I do think from a boxing standpoint, Flores, it was one of his better performances for sure. Yeah. I will say this, though. He kills me because, <laughs> especially that first knockdown, Flores, Mungia is so funny because when he gets his opponent hurt and... There's just some things you, Flores, there's just some things you actually can't teach from a, there's some things you can't coach out of a fighter. Some people hear, revert to type. Flores, bro, we, we're here praising him for his discipline, how disciplined he was this fight and his boxing and whatnot. But the moment he had John Ryder hurt Flores, what did he do? Revert to type and just started throwing, Flores, he went over defending, head on centre line, not moving his head, just swinging his hands like crazy. And Ryder was catching with big shots. <laughs> I'm like, oh. He's getting caught. He's getting caught. He's getting... But, oh, like, fortunately, I guess for Mungia, Ryder's yeah. shots, even though they looked like they were clean, they were just bouncing off him. He weren't really feeling them too tough. He wasn't taking a step back too tough. But it's just funny to me that fighters sometimes will always revert to tight flows. And Mungia, he can't help flows. He can't help himself. He will always be that guy. But when he gets his opponent hurt, caution to the wind is gone, and he just goes crazy. And that's what he was doing throughout the fight flows. Every time he had Ryder hurt, Mugia just coming eager, looking to get the guy out of there. So that that was making me laugh so much because he was getting hurt. Sorry, he was getting caught in those exchanges when he had Ryder hurt. To credit to Ryder, you know, he's we know Ryder's not going to quit. But um, yeah, it wasn't yeah. doing any sort of damage to Mugia, and it didn't deter him at all from just throwing those hands. He's got a good chin, Mungia. We got to give him. He does, yeah. He's been hit with some huge shots in the past. Um, yeah, he's never gone down, has he? I don't think so. I yeah. don't think so. He's Mexicans, um, man. Flipping out. He's got yeah. grits, but great chins can only last for so, so long. So <laughs> keep working. Just, just, just ask your choice. <laughs> keep working on that defense, bro. Um, yeah, I think early on when he had him hurt, he jumped in and was, went back straight back to type. Eager. I, I look, that's when Ryder had his best success when he was hurt. When he was, but then I think later on, because Ryder is resilient, this fight went to the ninth round. Um mm. I think when he had him hurt, maybe in the eighth, maybe 
he he punched himself out or something, but mm. he kind of went back to the back foot and started boxing smartly again. And mm. that's what I like to see. He had his best success when he was literally boxing and being being more patient and then letting his hands go when he catches him and then going back to boxing and moving almost. So he looked good. I have to get, we we called for him to make a statement that it's a good opportunity to make a statement. Yeah. And I believe he did make a statement. Um, so, so he's dropped him four times for those. So we've discussed, obviously the first knockdown happened in the second round where it was just a blistering combination that I just couldn't see. Mm. Second knockdown, which I know you said you was, you know, your favourite. Beautiful. Riders tried to come in because mm. of stylistically, Ryder being who he is, he's short, stocky. He tends to be smaller than his, most of his opponents. Probably, mm. probably Barcanello, really. But he's there obviously having to work his way in on the inside. And he was trying to punch and time every time when was throw, he would try and sort of come in and you know throw over him or under him. Sorry. Um, so they're both having to meet each other on the inside kind of flows. Yeah. And he's come in, but Mungia has just been quicker and sharper with his combination to catch him with the counter shot. I think it was like a count, it was like a counter straight. Yeah. And it didn't look like crushing. But it was just a really good shot flow. You know what it was? It's one of those where it's just like well-placed, well-timed. Mm. Ryder would have seen it coming. Yeah, he didn't see it, it coming. <laughs> he just dropped him. That's it. Beautiful, beautifully timed shot. Um, the other two knockdowns then, were brilliant as well. Yeah, so they that was in the ninth where he was eventually stopped. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, one of them was... Um, Body shot. The first one? Body shot, yes, yes. Body shot, beautifully yeah. placed. Yeah, um, yeah. Dropped him, and then I think the final one was a huge overhand right. That was the heavy one, the, the, the yeah. overhand right, yeah, over the top of Ryder's shot, and yeah, crump kind of crumpled Ryder. Fair play to Ryder, he got up each time, and mm. um, he didn't look like he had quit in him. But I think those it was it's fair to say that this was a bit of a beatdown. I mean, Ryder obviously game and whatnot, we know he was, but you could see the class in effect. Live from Mungia flows. It was quite apparent flows from the opening bell, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Um, and the finish killed me because I think his corner was stood there with the towel. So these Sims, no, no, flows. They didn't have a towel. They were on the apron. Oh, they stood there. Yeah. Trying to try and come. They didn't want to throw him a towel because I guess yeah. the, <laughs> I guess just the the visage, the no, the um, the the um, the the uh, the visage of, of like. Having, yeah, yeah, the image of, of just having thrown the towel makes it look like he quit or whatever. Yeah. So they were just there on the apron trying to obviously just stick. Just, just yeah. You've seen the people in the crowds yeah. the ref pointing like, one guy was <laughs> with this. <laughs> they just rang the bell, bro. They yeah. didn't even wait for them. It's it, like, we get the bell. The, ref, the referee has not seen this. At this point, Ryder's gone down for the full time and Mungia's applying hella pressure. And yeah. he's not, the shots ain't landing cleanly, but yeah. Ryder doesn't really defend himself, really. He's not throwing back. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, 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 tr- got, he's trying to ride it. He's trying to survive. He's trying to ride it, but yeah. yeah, it's not really. He's not getting anywhere. So the referee's back is obviously turned to where John Ryder's corner is, and obviously you've got Tony Sims on the apron trying to signal the ref, trying to step in or whatever. And then, <laughs> I guess, just due to the fact that the ref just isn't hearing or seeing the crowd, you know, shouting like pointing, you know, look behind you. <laughs> They've just rang the bell floors, and I was yeah. creased because I said, "Wait, I was... what? <laughs> I've never seen that happen before." <laughs> But you know what flows? I hear it. Yeah, because that belt, because the referee had no clue. <laughs> they flows. I think they might have to start employing that because <laughs> because the, the referee, bro, the referee didn't have any clue that riders' team were trying to. You know, <laughs> it's funny because the rules say it's only the ref that can stop the fight or the doctor. Maybe I think maybe it was the doctor who stopped it. But 
Only the ref, actually, only the ref can. I don't think the doctor can even stop it. The doctor has no. to advise the ref. Right, yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah. So only the ref can stop the fight, really. Or yeah. Um, by by the letter of the law. Um, yeah. And they just ran, they just ended the fight without them. Yeah. <laughs> so it was killing me. But yeah, I don't mind it because I think after the fourth knockdown, McGill was already celebrated. He already thought yeah. the fight was, he, was he, done. He got his apron and started, you know, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> he was, he was celebrated. Yeah. We've seen many times where ref, referees are human and it's a loud arena, whatever. They're focused on what's in front of them. How many times have we seen fighters go on for a bit longer, fights that go on for a bit longer of an issue than fighter taking a bit extra punishment because the referee hasn't seen either for towel going in the ring or... Or, you know, the corner trying to stop the fight. Folks, I've damn near seen the corner. I've seen it bare times. The trainers entered the, the ring and actually had to, like, basically grab the ref. Like, yo, uh, tap the ref, you know, basically, you know, shout from the ref, actually step in. So, you thought that recently? Was it Buddy McGirt? Buddy McGirt's done it. I've, I've, who else? I've seen, pretty sure I've seen Ben Davidson do it, I swear. Um, I've, I've seen it happen a few times where the yeah. trainers actually stepped in the ring floors and actually had to almost, like, damn near tap the ref because it's like, you can't hear me, you can't see me. So we've seen a few times where fights have maybe fighters are taking extra punishment because the referee hasn't been aware that the corner is trying to stop it or whatnot. So sometimes, flows if a, t- a fighter is taking a hellacious beating, like this wasn't even a hellacious beating, but we've seen situations where the beating has been hellacious, flows. Sometimes, and the corner you can see are trying to stop it, just ring the bell. <laughs> I- I'm actually here for that still. I'm actually here for it. So yeah, but definitely very funny to see. Um. Yeah, as you said, Flos, we called for a statement. It is a statement with because of the fact that not really a statement win because it's like I expected Munguia to win this. Like I knew he would yeah. have too much for John Ryder, but it's more on the guise of Ryder seen as someone that's very tough, hard to you know, durable, um, and the fact that obviously at one sixty eight Canelo, who is the best at one sixty eight, the kingpin of one sixty eight, dropped him but failed to stop him. And Canelo tried. He tried to get him out of there, but Ryder survived and did, did you know did a very credible job. So the fact that Munguia has dropped him four times, and in the end stopped him, it it you know it's fair to say yes, statement win, and a nice announcer for yourself at one sixty eight pounds because I think this is his first fight at one sixty eight, isn't it, Flo? So he, he's just moved up. Um, so yeah, again, fair play, Munguia. I will say this, Flo's. Because this is obviously the crit- the main critique we've had about Munguia is the fact that he's been primed and he's been ready to be in a position to fight for belts and whatnot for ages now. And he hasn't done that. The only time he had a belt was at 154 when he was champion at 154. He's at 160 for a couple of years and didn't really do anything. Just fought a bunch of guys that he was expected to beat and, and stat padded really and truly. You know, he, he cool. He could have got away with that 160. We've, we've said here, Flows, that 160 is a, is a, a division with no motion. <laughs> There's no motion in that division right now. But Flows, you're 168 now. The commentator is really, you know, shouting, Canelo, Canelo, Canelo. Canelo, are you watching? The first thing they asked him in the post-in-ring interview was, you know, there's another champ, you know, you, you said you want to fight the best because Mungia said he's here to fight the best. You, the best is Canelo. Are you willing to fight Canelo? Munguia was very respectful. He said, you know, it'll be an honour to share the ring with Canelo. If, if Canelo wants it, he's down. He's happy. Mm. I'm, I'm happy you said that. So to me, Flores, Oscar as well, because this really goes to Oscar. Flores, there's no, there's not all that, what you were doing at 160, you could have done at 160 because 160 is rubbish. 
You yeah. can't do that 168 flows. There's no step backs now. There's none. Because if you look at the landscape of 168 flows, there's real live opponents in this division. Yeah. Demetrius Andrade, Caleb Plant, Charlo, Benavides, Canelo. So there's no flows. There's no stepping back. You're, you've announced yourself yeah. now, flows. You can't take, take a step back in competition. It can't be John Riders yeah. throughout. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to see that, flows. You put yourself in the mix, put your name in the hat. Let's see you back it up now. I want to see Jaime Munguia in these big fights against his top 168 pounders. Simple. Simple. He looked he look good. So he, 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 des- he, de- he deserves to be fighting these guys. Yeah, he does. Um, and we deserve to so, see it as fans. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them in big fights. No stepping backwards, no taking two years off fighting soup cans. Because like we say... You'll step up, then he'll take it. take some yeah. random fancy. Yeah, and man. It's annoying. Crazy career path. Um, little, yeah, fight choices. I, I don't know. But look, there's people in this division you can fight now. Granted, everyone's going to... You're supposed to say Canelo's name. You're supposed yeah. to do that. But, <laughs> uh, like Oscar De La Hoya said, he's, he's fighting... Ch- he's potentially fighting Charlo again. <laughs> well... Uh, big Charlo, like yeah, big Charlo, like we call him. Um, yeah, um, Jamal. So we'll, we'll see if that happens. But look, there's other people in the mix there for you, Mungia. Plenty there's of other people, people. <laughs> plenty. And, yeah, and look, I will happily see the Canelo fight, but that's unlikely right now. So yeah, keep busy, keep fighting, keep learning because you know you've had plenty of fights, but you're still young, you, you're still improved. He's still young, Flores, but I can't. I don't even <laughs> think he needs more learning to be honest, Flores. I think this is what we're going to get with him. Because the defensive discipline, there's only so much we can take from him because he's just naturally not the way inclined. Flows, he's had over 40 fights. This is his 41st experience. Flows, he's, he's got the typical Canelo Mexican path of 43 yeah. fights at 25 years old or however old he is. He's, mm. he, he's the youngest, but he's the most experienced, technically. Mm. But yeah, there's, there's there's great fights there for him. Um, yeah. And look, the other man who've taken losses, who looking to bounce back. Yeah, let's see if we can... If you beat Munguia, you're back in the mix. My eyes. Can apply Demetrius. Um, who else has taken that L's in that division? Um, I don't know if you'll count Billy Joe Saunders. <laughs> I don't even know what he's doing. Um, Jaime Munguia's in that as well. I don't know how many Munguia's. Edgar Belanga. Belanga, yeah. He's at 168, yeah. He hasn't lost yet, though. But yeah. He's not even close to even ready. Come on. That, that he, if, he was to, if he was to try to make a statement, Jaime <laughs> McGill's there. He's not even um, close to being ready, boy. <laughs> yeah, so look, well, they were talking about Belanga versus Canelo, I swear, at one point. Well, they were trying to slang that. Relax. I'm get sure. Don't, don't, they better they not dare try and slang that because that is nasty work. I don't even know who he's with Belanga now. He's, he's, he's Matrim. He's Matrim now. He signed with Matrim, yeah, didn't he, recently? Yeah. yeah. So I think when he signed, yeah, that's what they were starting to talk about potentially. But that's what uh, they meant to do. Yeah. So everyone's meant to take another but, name. Uh, so it's hard so to take it a, He's still a rookie. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, he's still rookie. a rookie. <laughs> a big rookie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but look, yeah, there's some exciting things on the horizon for um, Munguia. Yeah. What do you think of John Ryder's prospects now? Uh, look, man. I think he's he's cool to hang it up now, man. So like, he's had a great career, and towards the end of his career, it's been superb what he's done, the run he's been on. Mm. He's never gonna be champion flows. He's he's had a few shots, know, hasn't he? He's had a couple of flows. It is what it is. A few shots and look, never flows, made it really. It is. It is what. Look, some people just can't make that step. They can't cross that threshold, and there's no shame in that. Mm. 
He's four against the he's four against the best. His resume yeah. is superfluous. Jacob, Smith, Canelo, Munguia, like um yeah, this is a top tier resume, you know? And mm. it is what it is. So I think he should hang it up. I think it, I was surprised. Look, I thought after Canelo fight, he would hang it up because that's the Canelo lottery, you get me? But yeah, obviously this one came along and it's cool, you know, back to back big fights for him. But I think he should hang it up. Unless yeah. he's happy, you know, going down and fighting like a domestic up and comer or something, or like a European up and comer or whatever. But nah, man, there's no shame. I think he should hang it up. He's had a good career. Yeah. Great, great career, man. What else is there out for him there? Unless he wants to be fighting, be like a gatekeeper. Because he can still yeah, pull like, up like, yeah, upsets like, up, up and comers. Yeah. Yeah. Or people well, from the big bag. Like, yeah. Or yeah, yeah, if not, or people who want to step up to like, or I'm stepping up to 168. I need, I need, I need like a first, that's just like Mongia's done. Mm. A first feel out fight, 168. I need a season 168. That guy that's not a late, you know, a walkover and will give me some good rounds. That's him. But that's that's gatekeeper status then at that point. So, mm. yeah, yeah, man, I think I think you're my school today, man. No shame in that. Yeah, there is none. There is none at all. Yeah, there's yeah, no man. fights I want to see while they're in again. Nah. Really. Um, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, man. Fair play. And yeah, fair look, I like Mungia. Like, obviously, you know, the critique I have of him is fair. But generally, I do like him. I think he's a great, great... I don't want to call him a prospect. He's not really a prospect anymore. But, yeah. you know, really good boxer. Really fun to watch. Been following him for a long time, Flores. I think back when he was young, young. So... Mm. And they dubbed him with New Canelo back in the day. So, yeah, you know, I, I've been a fan of him. So, yeah. I just want to see him fight the best. And I felt like the career path that they, they took from him at 160, the choices they made were a bit weird to me. But 168 flows, you're coming into your 26, 27 now. You know, you sort of get into your prime. It's time to really start making moves. And I think he can hang with the plants and whatnot. You know, they'll be, they make for good fights. So, um, yeah. that's why I want to see him, to be honest, big fights. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. With Oscar and Hoya at the helm. <laughs> you, never, you never know what the matchmaking is. Oh, De La Hoya, man. What a guy. <laughs> um let's 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 move on to uh next week flows. Um it's a fight that we were meant to be at. <laughs> Unfortunately got postponed due to an, in- an injury. Uh Aziz. We've kind of already broken this down in chief when when we had Hayden on, didn't we? Obviously, Flows, because yeah. we was Prepping, obviously expecting it to be when was it? it was November? No, October. Mm. It was um, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. It was I remember because it's not my birthday. Yeah, October. Yeah, because it's meant to be the following. Yeah, I remember now. Um, so it's on flows. We've got it. It's on. Uh, it's been moved to the Wembley Arena flows. Smallest they do. Smallest. I was literally going to ask you arena. what do you obviously look. It supposedly got postponed due to the in um. Who's Aziz suffered the injury, didn't he? It was Aziz. Yeah. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk flows of the fact that tickets weren't selling and it, there is no injury. It was more of the fact that they need to rethink their, their plan with them because they were struggling to sell out. It was originally at the O2 Arena. Yeah. And they were struggling to sell it out. There were lots of tickets still available for my, to my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that card went ahead. They got moved to York Hall with Chamberlain and um, what's his name? Area boy, um, Lawal, Lawal, uh, Lawal, yeah. Obviously, you change the area, head headlined, whatever. So that's a smaller venue, and then they moved this to a smaller venue now. Um, so a lot of people were saying that there was an injury. It was just due to the fact that they were struggling to sell tickets. We know that boxer are going through some troubles right now. It's, it's, it's fair to say, flows, but some difficulties right now. Uh, with the paper, you know, with the, with their cards and whatnot. 
and amongst other things. Do you feel like Flores, this being moved to a smaller venue kind of gives credence to what people are saying about, oh yeah, this there wasn't really a legitimate injury and they've, you know, they're worried about the sales, which is why they've had to downsize. Um, it's hard for me to say. I'm not in the know. Um, mm. But from the outside looking in, I believe that as he was injured. I believe he was injured. But that's not to say that the fight couldn't have gone ahead. Um, <laughs> maybe, well, those ones, right? Maybe, yeah. 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 I'm not saying, like, they might, they could have been in a situation of injections and whatnot, and the fight could have gone mm. ahead. But the fact that he wasn't, maybe he was 60%. Maybe it was, it was really bad for him because the fight got cancelled fight week. So he's not been sparring. He's been carrying that injury for some time. Yeah. He said it happened in the last week of sparring. Yeah. So he's been carrying that injury for some time and it gets the fight week and the decision was made that he shouldn't continue. The decision by the doctor. Now, I doctor. don't know if the, doc the doctor has... So it's not um, it's not Dan Aziz who said I can't continue. The doctor has told him he can't continue. Advised now, him, yeah. Advised him. And I don't know if that advice has gone to maybe Ben Shalom and they've made the decision to cancel the fight because... Mm. Of other circumstances, okay, you're not fully fit, but also not selling too tough. So, well, so one of those ones, folks, it's like yeah. we need any excuse to cancel this <laughs> yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. uh, injury, got it. cool. Like it, it benefits, benefits us either way. So, yeah, let's say the ticket sales were soaring, maybe the fight could have gone ahead. I don't know, but I don't think any fault is laid on Dan Aziz. I believe he even says he would have fought. Yeah, so I believe he was injured, but I believe maybe Boxer took it as a Calm. You can't fight. You know, you can't fight. It fights off. Push it back. Maybe that's the situation. Once again, I'm not in the know. So yeah. That's just my theory. Why do you think that it's been a struggle to move these tickets for, for boxer flows? Easy. <laughs> that's an easy one. Um, <laughs> because uh Tanazis not Tanazis. Um Joshua Buetti, unfortunately, mm. um, his debut on Boxer was a stinker by by the general consensus. It was an absolute yeah. stinker. Yeah. Um, yeah. The so much so me. that it, they, they completely labelled him a boring fire all of a sudden. Oh, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the tweets <laughs> were so funny, man. Oh, so peak. Yeah. One stinker, they said he's a boring fire. And I think to add to that, it's the fact that... Um, this guy's had opportunities and his peers have had opportunities that he hasn't That's taken. Yeah. 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 So I think he's lost the steam. Uh, I don't think the fallout with any hurt helps. Uh, he's lost the support well, in that sense. It's funny, folks, because he's attributing his loss of steam to the Eddie Hearn situation. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, people don't want to tune into the zone and all that kind of stuff. That mm. That's, or for him, it's like being in a match room has killed off my hype. Mm. And obviously, you know, fans will see differently. We kind of had a different view. It's 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 he said, she said kind of stuff yeah. again, right? But yeah, it's it's techie, man. It's 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 a funny one. Uh he definitely should be a more of a draw than he is now, in my opinion, Flores. Mm. I don't think it's all on him though. Obviously, we know boxer themselves aren't doing the best. It's not mm. just on JB. <laughs> I think as a whole, they've been struggling a little bit, Flows. You know, we've, the, yeah. the quality of their cards has been mentioned, has been questioned many times, Flows. Yeah. The quality of their shows. Um, 
And now people are questioning Ben Shalom's credibility as a promoter and whether he could, he's fair out to do this. Obviously, they've got the big bag from Sky. Is it translating? It doesn't flow. that where the success story is really, it's really like it's peak. Look, it's, it's, it's so peak that people uh, who used to this Adam Smith, um, yeah, I think we spoke about him coming, coming yeah. back. People yeah. used to this Adam Smith and started to say, oh. Adam Smith's absence is telling, it's <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> they say, bring it back. That box has gone to go down the pit, down the piss up because Adam Smith's not there. That has been a stinker without him. So people Sky used to this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Head of uh, boxing at, at Sky, Adam Smith, mm. former head of boxing at Sky. Um, yeah, his absence has been telling for boxer uh, without his yeah. experience. And look, we've pointed to maybe two successes they've had, and those cards. I mean, the McKenna Mayer, um, Alicia Baumgartner, and Clarissa Shields. Yeah, versus uh, uh, what's Sav- her name? Savannah Marshall. Savannah Marshall. Yeah. That card, huge success, and the yep. other card that was success, maybe Amin Khan versus. Kel Brook. Kel Brook. Yeah, that was gassy. I can't lie. That was... See, yeah. oh, it was just, just the main fight, really. But, yeah. And yeah. they've been... And the thing is, even that two, one... Two years. Let, let's keep it a buck flows. Both of those two fights, I mean, let's look, let's look at those two cards. In, yeah, I mean, Kel Brook, Anime Khan, you don't actually need to promote it. There's no promotion needed. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. That was other... As you would say, flows other than ready. <laughs> yeah. And then Savannah Marshall, Clarissa Shields, again, no promotion needed. That's been yeah. other than ready. the Mayor, no promotion yeah. needed... That's yeah. been other ready. Like these, yeah, let's be real. Be these, cooking were cards for time. Be, these were all cards that were successful with or without Ben Shalom. Anyone, yeah. like anyone could do this. I could do it. That yeah. easy. Just get, yeah. just get these two in the just room. Take a cam- just take, cam- take a camera, two mics, done. That's what you got to do. For, for all of these, for all of these mics. Simple. repeat. That's <laughs> it. Simple, bro. Stop. Simple, simple, simple. So yeah, man, it's... It's 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 looking yeah interesting over there at Boxer yeah. Sky Sports, but to bring it back to Aziz Boaxi flows, we made our predictions I guess when we had Hayden on and whatnot, mm. and I don't want to really don't need to go back into the review again flows. My sentiments are still the same flows, and remember I'm going against the grain here. Yeah. I'm fully against the grain here flows, and I said I'm thinking, my gut is seeing a, a Dan Aziz W flows, and I can't mm. believe I'm saying it. I've been yeah. Mr. Team Boatsy, been bigging up Boatsy, and I still big up Boatsy, <laughs> and I still want to see Boatsy do well. I'm just going about what I've seen the last couple of fights, though, it hasn't been encouraging. I'm questioning things. And it's not just down to you're laughing, but it's not just down to influence. Virgil you Hunter, I'm, question, I'm yeah. questioning it with Virgil Hunter as well. Yeah. But I'm also looking at activity. Aziz, mm. active flows, active, yeah. stayed ready, stays sharp. Boatsy, not quite so inactive and whatnot. Mm. So I'm looking at all these things flows and something's really telling me that an upset is could be on the cards here. And Boati might get drowned out by the pressure of Aziz. Obviously it's a double-edged sword because I know that Aziz coming forward is tailor-made for Boati to just mm. count him and slap him up. Tailor-made. So yeah. it should be a good fight. But I know this flows. If Boati wins, I'll be happy because I know for myself he would have worked for it. Because there's no way that Dan Aziz... Uh, if he's obviously injury free now and hundred percent or whatever, mm. he's not gonna go laying down flows. He's gonna work. So Boatsy's gonna have to work for it, and that to me will elevate him. So I'll be happy Boatsy. So I'm happy to be wrong here. I really am. Yeah, yeah. But I just I've just got a feeling flows. I've got a feeling, and you know that chip on your shoulder that Aziz has flows that he you know. Mm. This is the golden boy. Everyone's overlooked me. I've had to get out the mud the hard way. I really want this. Yeah, man. There's something telling me flows. I swear. <laughs> 
Something's telling me that Black Aziz could win this. You're, you're fully justified. You're fully justified in all your points are fair. All your points mm. are true. In fact, in terms of look activity, Virgil Hunter being <laughs> being exposed at this point. Um, <laughs> your famous question has has this guy regressed? regressed. <laughs> has Buatzi regressed? Look, we we don't know. And Aziz has got better and better with each fight. He, mm. He's not showing any signs of regression. He wasn't really in the picture, and he's forced his way into the picture. So. You're fully justified in backing Dallas's. Um, I still lead towards Boatsy because I just think he is probably the more skilled fighter. Um, and he should win. He should win is what I'm going off. But we've Fair seen... Probably, we've... He is the more skilled fighter. Yeah, that's, he, that, yeah. Uh, that Comfortably. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> um, but like you say, we've seen recently, inactive fighters have been getting smoked. And bo- exposed. By the active yeah. fighters. <laughs> They've yeah. been getting smoked by the active fighters. Um, mm. Upsets have been happening left, right and centre because... People sitting on the couch. Thanks. So, look, um, yeah, we've, we've, we've set our predictions. Um, I will say, what do you make of the the needle that's, that's all of a sudden brewed between them? <laughs> it seems so forced. I can't lie, Phyllis. <laughs> it, this, again, it might be leaning towards Boxer and their scramble to sell these tickets. That, mm. it, it kind of, it, it's come out of nowhere. Obviously, you know me, I love needle. Needle is what yeah. I, what, partly one of the things I love the most out of boxing, but... I can spot real needle and uh, promoted needle a mile away flows. And this one's given a bit of, you know, yo, let's drum up some controversy and some beef so we can sell these tickets extra hard. It's not slapping. I can't lie. It's not hitting. It's not <laughs> hitting for me. I can't lie. I was here for it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, put all that friendly stuff to the side, man. <laughs> That's got to go. Get out of here, man. <laughs> if you mind, the reason... What was Bayley was forced is that one interview was circulated between IFL, Boxing yep. Association. Yeah, yep, yep. They they shared it with all the platforms. Yeah, <laughs> all the platforms. That's why I know yeah. that, bro. That's why I said, yeah. Look, you lot, are, yeah, what is what it is. <laughs> like you, you, you got to do what it takes to sell. So yeah, the points they were making weren't even really too valid. And bro, it, but I, was, <laughs> I, I was thinking to myself like, this isn't this is beef over nothing. Like, isn't yeah. Yeah, like their points were were a whole load of nothing to be flawed. Yeah, so it didn't make sense. <laughs> But they, they were acting, they were getting hot. Yeah, they was. Hey, Yeah. They were getting, I was like, look, good, leave the friendliness at one side, all that. I, I like the smoky talk, so keep up, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's real or not, keep up. I need it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, look, should be a good fight for those. And mm. it's a day of reckoning for both of them, really, truly. It's easy if you can make that step up as to become a new golden boy kind of thing. And Boatsy, you've got questions you need to answer. Simple. So, yeah, man. It's a, and they're both undefeated. It's a real, yeah. No, folks, this this fight has a lot of repercussions. Let's be real for the British scene and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm nervous for Boatsy. Excited at the same time. I really want him to do well. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens in it. <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. If he loses, it's peak. It is. Oh yeah, one hundred. Frank course. Warren, um, Anthony Yard's team. I know they, yeah. they, they have something to say. Yeah, <laughs> for fact, yeah. they have something to say. Yeah, but we'll see. But maybe, um, yeah, you know, maybe he needs to lose. Actually, maybe he needs a loser to wake him up. But yeah, well, <laughs> at least we'll wake him up to tell him that Virtual Hunt is not it. That that I know. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. We'll tell him about that. So, yeah. Uh, on undercard flows. Um, just to mention as well, um, we got 
Adam Azim defending his uh, European title mm. um, against uh, Enoch Paulson, who's also undefeated. I think he's a former European champion as well in different weight class. Mm. Um, he's undefeated, yeah. So um, that should be a good fight, I'm sure. Um, ben Waker is also on the undercard as well. So look for something flashy and flamboyant from him, as always. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't got his opponent up, but I can see on the box website they've got Ben Ben Whitaker on the undercard too. Actually, let me see if his opponent's been announced. It should have been. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, he's fighting some guy called uh, Khalid Gradia. Ten wins, thirteen losses. Yeah, he's smoking this guy badly. Yeah, that 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 opponent is shocking. <laughs> that is a shocking opponent. I've, I could tell they've they brought this up real quick out of nowhere because that opponent is a mess. That's, that's, the, that's the issue with boxers. Actually, he's still a rookie, so I love, I love. Yeah, he's he's a rookie. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's that's that card there, Flores. Um, I'll, yeah. Which well, we'll see what happens in it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, staying with a, with British fighters, I guess. Uh, just worth mentioning as well. Flores Connor Ben is in action as well. Um, he's still not able to fight in the UK, so he's fighting over in America, Las Vegas. He's headlining his card. Um, he's up against a guy called let me get him up now, Peter Dobson, an undefeated American, uh, welterweight who boasts a record of 16, 16 fights sorry, 16 wins, nine, nine by a KO, and no losses. Um, this Dobson's got his last fight was in 2022, so he hasn't fought for a while. I'm just going, I'm looking at his record flow, see if I recognize anyone. What anyone of note. What a wait. What a wait. Okay. Yeah. You can stay there, Connor. I'm happy for you to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not really seeing names on this guy's resume that I, I recognize, to be honest. Um, I'm yeah. not familiar with him. So No, I've, I've never heard of him either. Um, but yeah, New York, New York, what a wait. Um, yeah. Again, just to keep busy fight for Conor Ben, I guess. Sort of getting back into the swing of things. Not expecting much. Um, I guess he should probably stop this guy or, you know, putting a good performance against this guy. And again, I'm expecting just the usual Conor Ben post-fight. You know, he's probably going to call out a whole bunch of big names as he, as he tends Pac- to do first. Pacquiao, Kel Brook. Russell Pacquiao, Kel Brook. Khan. Boots is champion now, as we know. So, uh, you know, Davis. Sure he, he might Pac- mention Boots as well. Oh, Chris Eubank Pac- Jr. as well. You bet, Junior. Yeah. yeah. Um, the usual. That's <laughs> a What's wrong with you? But yeah, the, the usual. Yeah, the usual names that he'll probably reel out. Um, and Boots, I reckon as well. His Boots is champion, and probably say something. I'm in your. Yeah, I'm ready to fight in your country. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't really have much more to say about Conor Ben. I can't lie, though. It's like, yeah. Until I see him fight someone incredible again, I, you know. Oh. Yeah, it's, he's he's on the comeback show, I guess. And they still yeah. need to sort out his. It's it's still mad how this thing hasn't been sorted out, Flores. But yeah, whatever they need to sort out with the you know British border boxing border control, they sort it out. It's still clearly an issue because he can't get fights in the UK right now. So it's a bit mad. Mm. It's been yeah. dragging on for a long time now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Conor Ben. Um, I'm not rooting against him. I would have liked to see him against a Mexican fighter so he can do, <laughs> especially in America. I, I, I yeah. think it would have been. They should have kept. They should run with that playbook. Um, yeah, man. They, they never did, man. They never did. I don't know why, man. They should run yeah. with that playbook. Um, I think yeah. Especially if he's. I'm not sure if he's first fight in America. Is it? 
it's the first headline in America, I guess. But headline, yeah, because yeah. he's 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 fought in his last fight, uh, end of last year was in America. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. First headline in America. They should they should run with the Mexican thing if they don't want to fight any of the main guys. Mm. Mm. But look, hopefully he wins, comes through it. Mm. There's some big fights out there for him as long as he's sticking to his division. Um, <laughs> but I don't, once again, I don't mind him if he wants to play about. <laughs> That's <laughs> if you want to play, yeah, for to find out. There's people ready for it every decision. Um, on the undercard as well, though, it's just worth mentioning. Amma Williams on, on is on the uh, on the undercard as well, and so is uh, Johnny Fisher too. So, um, okay. yeah, a few guys yes. that we know and sort of rate are there as well. But that's it, really, flows for the previews. Um, mm. I do want to mention quickly just. I meant I said obviously we sent it to you the other day, Flo. It's just about this uh PBC's first card on Amazon Prime has now mm. been announced. Um obviously PBC made that deal with Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh out of nowhere flows we've got we're getting um Keith Furman versus Tim Zhu. Mm. At first I'm there thinking, how the hell is Keith <laughs> Furman, who inactive Keith, who doesn't fight anyone, just been calling people out, has been able to unable to make fights. Was meant to fight Stanley Onis, but never happened. Mm. Suddenly, walk into a title shot at 154. Um, that's what my first reaction was. I'm thinking, the how they, I said Al Heyman has done it again. How? How? Mm. But it turns out, and you was even laughing at the fact that Confirm is the A side on the bill. <laughs> that's what it was kidding you. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but it turns out, flows that Tim Zhu's belts aren't on the line. The WO mm. didn't agree to this fight, so. His belts won't <laughs> shout to the VO, I guess. Yeah. But his belts won't be in the line. And this fight is being fought at a catch weight at 155, not 154. Um, so it's a bit of a pointless fight, but I guess for Tim Zhu flows and a resume for him. America, you know, this is American fans. It's gonna happen. It's yeah. the fights in America. I think it's in Vegas, maybe. But yeah, American fans, um, he can he can capture and grab and sort of put himself in the spotlight a bit more. Before he gets his shot at, you know, the names at one fifty four that matter, like a Charlo, for example, or a Terence Crawford, or, or you know, something along those lines. So, yeah, yeah. look, I'm happy for Tim Zhu to get keep him out of here. We need someone to get him out. Of here. <laughs> he's he's been sitting on the couch. He looked good in his comeback fight. He hasn't fought against, against his comeback fight. He looked very good. Yeah, <laughs> hasn't fought against that was what twenty twenty two. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, shocking. Um, so yeah, Tim Zoo, this is this is a nice. I won't say it's easy because Keith Furman's skilled, but it's, it's... I was close. I was gonna say this is tricky still. Yeah, Furman, it's if, if if it's the Furman that we saw against Barrios, close, tough opponent. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 good risk and good reward for um Tim mm. Zoo. Yeah, I think yeah, this is okay. It's a smaller fighter. I can yeah, don't won't lose my belts. Mm. And I can boost my profile, get a name on my resume. So I, I watched Keith Furman. Hmm. Yeah, so it makes sense for him. Yeah. But I guess the undercard. <laughs> yeah, we'll preview that one when it comes comments. But yes, the undercard flows. I think you rightfully dubbed it as, you know, the the tank praise undercard or something like that, right? Because <laughs> we've got, we're getting the uh, Isaac Cruz versus Rolando Romero, Rolis, as we like to call it, flows. <laughs> Royalties is putting his belt on the line against Isaac Cruz. Um, the fight nobody asked for. 
apart from, I guess, ESAC Cruz fans and the people that like to insert in conversations, Flows, I don't really care about this fight, I'll be honest, but I think you're right, Flows, in saying that the winner for this one is Tank. Because <laughs> whoever wins this fight, they're going to use to boost Tank's profile and big him up and say, look, Tank beat this guy, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Tough, tough yep. guy, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, man, our Heyman's done it again. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> look, the way PBC are patting this is insane. Uh, Isak Cruz is moving up a division and getting a shot at the title straight away off the bat. Yeah. He's not, he's not been at this division. This is his first fight in the division and he's got a title shot immediately. Yeah. The same way Rowley patented it. They've patented yeah. it for Isak Cruz. Crazy. Whoever wins, ah, oh, Tank, Tank smoked this person. And then what they're going to do is line up Tank versus the winner. So Tank can grab another belt. Facts. <laughs> that's the key. Oh the game my plan. gosh. It's big facts, Flores. It's big facts. That's nasty look. work. It's, it's nasty work. It's unbelievable. How do Isaac Cruz and Rony Rivera, how they fight it for a title? Yeah, man. Or, or, or who they beat? <laughs> <laughs> Rony's about to fight for the... What's his name? Barroso. Um, again. <laughs> yeah. Shocking, shocking. But shout out to PBC. Uh, let me say something as well. Let me say, actually, yeah. Let me oh, say this. It. Look. Yeah. Um, one, shout out to Baturbi Evan Callis-Smith for passing Vada. They've all been cleared. They passed all their father. <laughs> Only belly. I did. I saw you didn't say nothing then. And two, <laughs> I, I was scrolling down uh, Vada's timeline. Okay. And you yeah. know, every time oh, some, someone, yeah, 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 they, yeah. They, they announced it. So they announced Candice Smith and Baturbiev, um mm. passed and was cleared. Everything good. And they always tag the promoters, um, the tag match room, tag everyone yeah. involved. I was scrolling down looking for PBC. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> I was scrolling down. Never seen their names there. And I think I even retweeted something. You're saying not, not a single PPC fighter I've enrolled seen, in the Vada program. I, I've never seen them. Mm. I, 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 I tweeted something. I retweeted something. Maybe they, they posted it. Let me find that tweet, actually. All right. I think it was about PBC. Oh, no, it wasn't about PBC. But Vardis cheated. For many reasons, most US commissions still perform little or no out-of-competition pet testing. And for me, mm. that, that's a shot of PBC. Furman mm. and Tim Zoo are the role in it. Rolly Pitbull are the role in it. Like, they were tweeting. Mm. So, boy, that's not to say anything. I'm sure. But other than... Wasn't Mayweather a big proponent of Vardis, though? Yep. I know he was a very big, you know, of drug testing. That's why it was Vardis. He was big. Yeah. That's surprising. And I think the That's WBC make it man- mandatory, mandatory for them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, the WBC. Oh, oh, I'll do more digging. Let me see. PBC. That's surprising. WBC yeah, Mayover being PBC aligned and having his fighters fight on the card, LB there, all that kind of stuff. I would have thought that they would have a lot of most of their fighters enrolled in Vada and their program. That's very surprising to me. Ish. Mm. Ish. Ish. They never tweet about him. Uh, mm. But I'm sure I'm sure the ones who are on the WBC rankings are all enrolled. Um, yeah. They have to be. But um, yeah, any fights which are outside of that, I, I rarely see mm. Vada tweet about them. So interesting. Hey, Vada, keep up the good work, man. That tagging thing is great, man. I love to see it. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Accountability, flows. Accountability. Mm-hmm. You'll hold these Maybe. people accountable still. Mm. And um, shout out to Vada for freeing up AB as well, man. Yeah. <laughs> Face of boxing. All right, cool. Folks, it's quite a day there, then. It's been episode 180 of the Stress Season Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. 
As always, guys, please keep running them streams. Peace.